I don't know, your magical peen got me off. And I was like, oh my God. It was like going from plain vanilla ice cream. I got two speeds and I'm like- glad you like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for Give It To Me Straight? You threw me there. I thought you were going to say, welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I know. I wanted to, I wanted to change it up. Gosh. I'm mysterious. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't want to be predictable. That's right. <laughs> I'm Alex. And I'm John. And this <laughs> and is our podcast. Do you think that we should still uh, talk or like give a disclaimer about what our podcast is about? Like, hey. I guess go ahead and do it once because we haven't done it in 14 episodes. Um, no, yeah, we well, have. This is our 14th episode. I don't um, think so. We did it like the first episode. We are a relationship podcast where we give you advice on basically all things. I thought we were a comedy podcast. Yeah, but like we, we're... So we're a comedy we're relationship podcast. Yeah, like we're a comedy podcast because we don't actually know what we're talking about. And okay. so it makes it funny. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So Al, let's go through it. We got a lot of highs. Yeah, we do. My first high is Abby, our guest from last episode, is engaged. Hey, yo. So if you haven't listened to our last episode, Abby was our guest last week and she spoke about her relationship with her now fiance and how they went through some ups and downs, but now they are on the road to forever. Went from therapy to marriage. What's up? Well, they're not married yet. Oh shit. Yeah. Went from (laughs) therapy to engagement. It was really sweet. It happened after our other friend's wedding. It was success story. I like to see those. Love it. So congratulations to the happy couple. Uh, what's your high, John? My high, you know what my high is? My high was spending the four days with my dad doing the kitchen. Oh, that's nice. Did you learn anything? I did. He said, I'm a great apprentice. I was able to hand him tools and like get them towels. Your dad has done so much. And like, so we moved into a new house, but there were some things that we wanted to switch out. Like the fans, we needed blinds, we needed backsplash, backsplash rope yeah. lights. So like just a lot of like little things, but I, you know, we probably could have eventually got around to it. But like the fact that your dad, number one knows what he's doing, but number two is retired and was so easily accessible, clutch. It was so nice of him. We have to think of something nice Big to Dave. do. Big Dave, he's the man. I know there's only so many times I could bring him out to Mexican food. Well, that's that's what I want to know. Like, what do you give a parent that has pretty much everything? Like, gifting things to, I feel like, our parents are the hardest. I think love language-wise for my dad's probably quality time. Like, yeah. doing, doing something he wants to do. Like, I'll go to a car show with him. Go to, like, Top Golf or something. Yeah. Something. If you guys have any ideas, I would love to know, like, what you gift people who have everything. <laughs> Or who like don't need anything I know, specific. I know. My sister and I, we've learned anytime we get my mom something, it's we give it with a receipt. <laughs> so she can always return it if she wants to. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's well, I feel like your mom likes experiences too. Yeah. I mean, and she whatever she wants, she could buy herself. So you have to be very creative. Like Alex's mom was very clutch. Gave my mom the best gift, my mother in law. She gave my mom a like what oil sample. She gave kit. her yeah, like a it wasn't samples, it was just like a uh, an it was array like a gift basket, basket full of like different, all different oils. I yeah, know. she cooks everything with oil. But I feel like the older that I get, the less shit that I want, and the more I would rather spend on like experiences and doing things together. Like for birthdays, I want to go on a trip, or like Christmas, let's do something. Yeah, no, I, a I agree. Not that anyone was really traveling or going to concerts this year, but things are starting to open up. That's true. Yeah. So what's your? Did you already do your high? 
Did you um, already say that? Oh, wait. My other high, yeah, my high was Abby, but my other high was hitting another PR in the gym. 205. Yep. I'm just going to start. She's a beast. I'm going to start squatting, squatting, I don't know, cars. You could squat me. I could squat you. That's literally more than me. You could squat me. I will squat you. My low is whatever's going on in my heel right now. Whatever's happening in my heel, I can't put weight on my heel. Isn't it strange, though, sometimes that like you, your body just hurts? And then like a few days later, it will go away. I hope so. Maybe it's because I'm doing something different, like manual labor. Yeah, like you're I'm, not usually on your feet this much. I'm, I'm moving furniture up and down stairs. Maybe my foot was like, you know what? Fuck you. That's it. Are you nervous that there's something wrong with your foot? Uh, no, whatever. Oh, just I'll just keep it. popping ibuprofen until it goes away. You'll be fine. My low is I just like look at our house and I'm like so grateful and thankful to be in it. But I just look at everything that still has to get done. And I know like we're tackling it room by room, but I just want to... I just want everything to be finished, like our office, the living room, our bedroom, our guest room. And it's just like, there's just so many projects as I walk around the house. I'm like, fuck, we have so much shit to do. And it's so expensive. I know, but we don't have to do everything at once. I Alex know. is stressing me out because we're just dumping cash at furniture and shit. And we're not even going to be here for the next six months because we're going to be filming <laughs> weddings in New York yeah, and New but, Jersey and different states. Well, we'll be back here like sporadically. So I just like, she's yeah. like, we have to change these lights out. I'm like, why, why do we have to change the lights out right now? We're not well, going to be here. There are things that like we do need, like you I know. needed that 75 inch TV. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could purchase the TV, but like, I can't get a dresser to put our underwear in i will literally throw my clothes on the ground i, I don't know you're so annoying your closet is enough room to put all your clothes in yeah but it's not organized in a nice neat way i digress so what are we talking about today john i literally was gonna ask you that because i don't remember okay yes you do you know that someone wrote in and asked if you actually had early onset dementia i probably do i no, mean it's don't. in my family I mean, it's in your family, but that doesn't mean that you currently... Maybe I just have selective hearing. So I think what you told me we're going to talk about today is being on different sex wavelengths, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you said that in like such an interesting way. It's just like when your libidos <laughs> don't match up. But yeah, sure. If your wavelengths, if your sex wavelengths are different too, that's fine. So yeah, like if you and your partner have different sex drives... What do you do? Make it a conscious effort to try to please your significant other, which is for me, you 24 seven. I think um, a lot of people don't like to talk about it and they think that they're in the minority if you and your partner don't have a matching libido. But I think the majority of couples probably have mismatched sex drives. Would you not agree? Well, yeah. I mean, everything affects it. You know, it's like, Oh, did I eat too much? I don't want to do this now. Or like, I'm too tired here. Stress. Bad night of sleep. Str exactly. Stress, anxiety. There's so much that goes into it. Number one, have you been in relationships in the past where your sex drive has ever lined up perfectly? No, yeah, never. Me neither. So like I recognize though, my sex life was different in like different relationships. You know when you're vibing or not with that person. So I feel like in my past relationships, my sex drive was so different. Like we have different sex drives sometimes, but I feel like generally we communicate well enough that like we could be on the same page and like, you know, we have a solid schedule. Um, but in past relationships, I felt like I had such a low libido and I would blame it on my birth control. I was like, oh, it must be like hormones or something. Like something was off. Like you, you're in the honeymoon stage and it's exciting because you're hooking up with someone and you're, you know, but then like over time it becomes more of a chore. So I blamed it on my birth control. And then it wasn't until I started dating you <laughs> that I was like, oh, wait, 
it's not my birth control. Like I just wasn't getting off. I know females specifically struggle, at least like females that I've talked to and like have seen struggle with getting off via sex, <laughs> you know, like via the sex, via the sex, via the peen. I don't know. Your magical peen got me off. And I was like, oh my God, it was like going from plain vanilla ice cream. I got two speeds just, and I'm like, glad you like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> But it, I explain it like having just like a plain dessert your whole life and then just having like cold, going to Cold Stone where you have all the mix-ins and all the Cookie exciting dough, baby. new flavors. And you're just like, you can't go back to regular ice cream. Uh, well, I'm glad I'm your Cold Stone, you know. <laughs> I think the other thing is like we were comfortable with each other. Like you told me exactly what you wanted. And like we once you get comfortable and you know what each other likes like it's a lot easier well, and thank god yeah. you like the simplest thing so it's easy for me <laughs> well i think a lot of it comes with age and maturity and being able to have those conversations in the bedroom like i think it's pretty awkward for people to talk about sometimes like what they want oh of course 100 percent. or like when they want it because if one person is exhausted or like maybe your energy is higher at some point during the day and you don't want to bring it up to your significant other and say like yo now it's the time that I want to fuck. Well, think about the honeymoon phase and like learning about each other and like that excitement, but you're still uncomfortable to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. So being able to get out of the honeymoon stage and communicate and grow sex education between the two of you. When do you feel like our sex drives are not aligned? Like what are like what are some things, some factors that you feel like I, cause that? Probably right now, honestly, like we're so much going on. So much shit is going yeah. on. Like I am exhausted. You're exhausted. There's just, we we're just in a high stress anxiety mode right now. And we don't even have kids. I can't imagine throwing kids into the mix and then like having to have sex on top of that. You're right, because there's only two of us right now. And and we still have to like slot time out to do <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. But it is so important. Sex is such like a big part of your relationship. 100%. Because I noticed between both of us, like if we haven't had sex in a, a on week edge. or Put you on four edge. days, even for three days, for me, three days feels like forever. Um, it Yeah. I definitely get more testy and annoyed. And you're like, we need a fuck. Like, oh, yeah. We absolutely do. <laughs> Helps the mood out. I yeah. mean, we're like nicer to each other. Yeah. You just also feel more connected without even realizing it. Um, it's just reminds good. you why you love that person. If you are not having good sex, I feel like that can be a factor as to why you maybe don't want sex. If it's painful for you or you just are having a difficult time matching up, like that's what I was talking about in my past relationships. Like sex, like wasn't. I don't know. I I could. That does suck because I if enjoyed you, do, helping myself out. I was able to accomplish getting off on my own as opposed to just like having sex. So I was just like, why even bother? Why even have the other person that added stress yeah. if they can't even do their job? Exactly. That that does suck though. It's like it makes us strong or whatever. And it's like if, if we have bad sex or like we aren't vibing, it's going to make it worse. Anxiety is going to get higher. Stress is going to get higher. And it just makes the overall environment worse. <laughs> right. How do you think though that you can bring up a conversation if like you're not necessarily comfortable about bringing up like what makes you happy in the bedroom i mean again you got both are gonna know so you're gonna you gotta be like listen something's going on we need to change something yeah i don't i don't know because i think again it comes down to just how comfortable you are with the person you deserve that for yourself to be also happy in the bedroom like this is a partnership so you both need to be satisfied 
I just, I just remember, like, I feel bad for my past self never bringing up like what I actually wanted. And you're going to know when you need to have that conversation. Like you're going to know in the back of your head, you're like, okay, this environment is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like we need to talk. Do you think that you do it while like in the bedroom or do you think you no. do it outside of the bedroom? It's too late at that point. If you're in the moment, you don't, you're going to ruin it. It's like, uh, there's just so many chalk memes. that sex session up as a loss. If it's not working out and then you bring it up later, like over yeah. coffee, over coffee, or like hopefully while you guys are in a good mood, to, I don't know. to start it off on a good note. I think, yes, there's a place to have a conversation about sex outside of the bedroom. But I do think that there's, there is well, when room you say, for conversation. When you say inside the bedroom, do you mean like well, during, while you're fucking? Oh, during the yeah, act. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. But I, again, I think that it could be, you can have have that conversation outside of the bedroom but also like during okay depending on what it is if it's literally like can you just like turn to the left a little bit or like something <laughs> like that that's fine but if you're right. like listen i want you to touch my butthole no no that's fine too <laughs> get in there but no if if the convo is like hey what you're doing right now I'm not liking this at all. Yeah. Like if it's like a deeper kind of conversation, no, I wouldn't have that while you're fucking. That's a terrible time to do that mm. because it's, you're already like trying to focus during this situation. You're saying like it would throw you. It would throw me. De definitely throw me. Yeah. But if you're doing something that I'm super uncomfortable with, then I'm going to tell you right then and there. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm not saying uncomfortable. Oh, you're just saying like something to help like a little. If it's like a little thing, but if you're like going into detail about something, it's going to throw me off. Right, right, right. right. By like saying like, this is how I want it in this. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're already like focusing, you know, I'm like, don't throw off my vibe. Yeah. I think that you can have the conversation either way. Maybe it just depends on what it is that okay. you're asking yeah. for. <laughs> either way, we agree on you have to have the conversation <laughs> at some way, point. Communicate. We'll yeah. Communication. Yeah. Like I, I remember that there was one thing specifically that you were doing during sex. And I was like, do Please I tell stop. him this now <laughs> or do I just like, and then I did, I waited till after I was like, Hey, just like you do this thing. And like, could, could you not? <laughs> and you were like, Oh yeah, no, that's fine. Like how hard was that for you to bring up? I was like, no, like it wasn't, it wasn't hard for me to bring it up because it's you. I was like, but I just also, maybe you're right. But I am it, glad, but I am glad you brought it up after. Well, which yeah. it, that, when you were going to bring it up was terrible timing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm glad you <laughs> waited yeah. afterwards. Like, you know, your body well enough to know what, you want and like what feels good to you and what's going to make you happy. So I do think like communicating that to your partner, even if it's in the bedroom and by saying like, Hey, like slow down or like, <laughs> have you seen those memes where it's like, tell, I tell him to slow down instantly speeds up. He's like, Oh yeah. Or like, I like, <laughs> opposite. or like, I like that. Keep going. And then the guy just like speeds up and it's like, no, no, no. Like don't change a thing. Changes the thing. Tell us exactly what you want. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes guys just like get excited, I think. And they're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but faster does not mean better. I think it's inevitable that if you have a sex drive that matches your partners 100% of the time, good for you. That's amazing. But the majority of us do not. Oh, so yeah, I what, doubt that. <laughs> so what are some things that when they don't line up that can help you at least get on the same page like a certain percentage of the time because it is so important? I would think like say your schedules are crazy or something like that. If it's a timing thing, 
focus on a certain time during the week that you guys can you have free time that you can smash i think also recognizing when you have energy because like for us true you like, like you want at night i'm like fuck no yeah like after you eat you're like absolutely not which i also understand because it's like we're just full the last thing i want to do is like take my clothes off so maybe like before you make dinner just go yeah i agree i would agree with like before dinner or like during the day yeah obviously we work together so it's easier for us than people that are working all day but right. if you think about it like people who are like grinding all day you're waking up at six like we do six six thirty and then it's like oh you want to smash at 10 30 at night we've been working all day i'm like no nah. i think another major thing is feeling confident about yourself like making sure that you feel secure in your body and what you have to offer um and like what you deserve also in the bedroom like i think that when i don't feel good about myself i'm less likely I don't like, I don't want to take my clothes off if I'm feeling gross about myself. Like if you ate healthy all day and you worked out, you're like, fuck yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm feeling good, but feeling if I'm hot, like, baby. right. But if I like ate too much or drank too much wine and I'm just like, or like, you know, I'm hung over the next day and I'm just like, no, I'm not, I don't feel good about myself. So I think like putting yourself in a good headspace also talk nicely to yourself, but like what makes you feel confident in your skin? No, I, I'm I'm exactly right there with you. That's probably like that's probably when we have sex. It's, it's when like we when both, we're both feeling good. Yeah, when we eat healthy and we worked out, we're like, all right, nice. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing is your spark after the honeymoon. It's dead. You know, right. what do you what do you do to keep that spark alive? Mm -hmm. I mean, this has the this question is probably asked all the time and talked about on podcasts all the time. Well, we did talk about like keeping the flame alive. That was like a different topic just in like in regards to yes, sex life. But you know, I think for us, it's because I get you off. Yeah. So that's the only reason <laughs> yeah. why you keep coming back for more. Yeah. So you're my kryptonite. I'm telling you right now, if you're in a relationship, you got to get the, do whatever you have to do to get that person off. That's going to keep that spark but you, alive. But right. You have to communicate about that. And again, like, I don't know if it's maturity or just like your comfort level with your partner, but like, you do have to have that conversation and say like, what works for you? And Cause why would you come back for more? Like what's going to make you want to come back for more if like they're not mm -hmm. doing their job. And it takes time. I think a lot of time, I, I think a lot of people write it off and just say like, Oh, I just don't, I don't, come from sex. Like I'm just, you know, that's fine. I have me and my dildo. We're good to go. You have to put in the work and explore your body and let your partner know. Well, I think if you talk to any, is it like a sex therapist or like couples therapist or anything? I don't know statistics, but I bet you they're saying how important sex is in a relationship. You can get yourself off or not with a dildo, but even having your partner involved in that. Right. Because it's just, it's an intimate thing. It's a, it's a connection. Yeah. You know, you you still need to have that sexual connection. I, right. I believe. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I don't know what the statistic is either, but I know that it's a huge yeah, part throw of your, your facts, Al. <laughs> uh, me? Wiki, you're, wiki you're that the, shit. You're the, you're the fact man. I'm surprised you didn't <laughs> call me out because I just made that up. I'm like, I'm sure if any therapist uh, listened in, they would we need tell to me. start using allegedly or just like. I don't know. So, so I throw out the disclaimer saying, I feel like this is what the therapist no, would say. No, no, no. You in past episodes are always like, I know for a fact. And then I followed up with, I don't know where <laughs> yeah, I, got I got this, this. stat yeah, from, exactly, but exactly. it's accurate. I think also if you are feeling like your libido is low towards your partner, it might be a relationship issue, not as much as of a physical issue. Oh, like so. So they could be getting you off, but they might be doing something else that's driving you nuts. Or like you just don't like them. Like, have you ever been in a relationship where you just feel like it's dead and dying and then you just like you're not into them anymore because like you just don't like them as a person anymore? 
Oh yeah, no, I okay. yeah. So that or but you know what I'm saying? Like if they're just doing something that's pissing you off, like you still love that person, but they're just bothering you or they're doing something wrong. That, that could be just turning you off from wanting to have sex anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So really, basically what we're saying is find out what what's the reason. Well, I think that it, that's what it is. Like, you just have to dive deeper and be like, do I not want to have sex because I'm exhausted? Is it a timing issue? Is it because I'm, you know... Is it something you're doing? Is yeah. Is it something I'm doing? Is it because the sex isn't good? Like what, like, what is it? Get down to the why and then work up from there. Figure out the problem. Find the solution. That just sounded like from 21 Jump Street. Find, find the, the dealer. dealer. No, no. no. Find the, the supplier. Get the, what is it? <laughs> Catch the dealer. Find the supplier. No. Infiltrate the dealer. Find the supplier. That's what it is. I bet you that's what it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you got to find, you got to infiltrate the dealer. Find the supplier. Okay. Yeah, that is what it is. Infiltrate, infiltrate the, the dealer. dealer find, find the supplier. supplier. Yeah, that's what you got to do. So pretty much it's kind of that was kind of brief, but, but it but, but makes sense. We really hit I feel like we hit the key points. If we miss some, shoot us an email. Well, but I do feel like it's normal. Like if you feel like you and your partner do not have a a sex drive that matches up, that's completely normal. But if you're not okay with that, then you have to communicate. Absolutely. It's all about making sure you're on the same page with your significant other and you both are happy. You're both getting the D. I mean, well, no. or the V. Or both, or yeah, whatever you whatever, want. Whatever you're into. All right, John. So now we are going to jump into our segment, Give, Give It, it to, to Me straight. straight, where we read your emails, where you guys have asked us questions. Every week we answer your burning questions. So if you need any advice, please write in at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com and we will get to your question. Question number one. How do you make sure you aren't taking advantage of your partner? For example, my husband does most of the things, and when I'm emotionally drained or just not up for something, he always picks up the slack gracefully. But when I need to take my turn helping out, I'm not that nice about it. And he's too nice to call me out on my bullshit. So how do you help find the balance in making yourself be better so you don't drain your better half? Well, first off, it's nice that you're acknowledging that uh, you're doing something wrong. Because it's true. It's like you're the one getting an attitude when you're when it's your time to do set chore or whatever, and he's not. So you're recognizing like, shit, I'm having an attitude about this. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is how do you figure that out? Like figure out a solution to that. So what's the solution? I can identify with this though, because I feel like before we really were solid about like delegating chores to one another, like who does what, and, you know, we, we are always there to pick up the slack of the other person. Like if you can't get around to one thing, I'll do it vice versa. But I do identify with this because I feel like if it's something that you're asking me to do and it inconveniences me, like I'm, I could be very quick to be like, dude, like why? Like, I don't feel like doing this or like maybe do it half-heartedly where I feel like you're very graceful and you just are like happy to take Kobe out on a walk or, you know, you are very good about taking up those additional chores or whatever that may be. I think the thing is though, is I recognize like what the shit you're doing is like needs to get done. It's like, that's high priority stuff. I know in the back of my head, if I'm sitting there doing nothing, I'm not going to ask you to do it. Cause I'm like, dude, she has important shit. She's got to do. I'll just take care of it. I think that's what it is though. It's finding a balance of 
who does what, and then making sure that you, when you do something, it's for the greater good of your relationship and it's as a team. Like I'm sure that your husband is not asking you to do something because he doesn't feel like doing it. You know, I'm sure it's because he's doing something else. And if he is asking you to do something just because he doesn't feel like doing it, be like, well, what are you doing then to contribute, you know, while I'm doing this? Yeah, I agree. Because you, you just don't want to resent each other. You know, you're at the end of the day, you're both on the same team. So figuring out who's okay with doing what, who's good at doing what, you know, because there's going to be tasks that like neither of you guys want to fucking do, but they have to get done. I could see the resentment if the one person's not doing anything. But I always look at it like if we're both being busy, then that's like, I'll yeah. do whatever. But if you're sitting on your ass, then I'm going to be pissed. Right, right. That's so like, I understand resentment in that in that aspect. But if the other person's doing something, you can't come at them. Doing something that is like serving both of you guys. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying like sitting there playing video games, <laughs> but like they're cleaning up. Or yeah. But at the end of the day, what does it come down to? Communication. All right, so question number two. There's a guy I've known for seven years. He's from Europe. I'm from South America. We met at a volunteer program. We clicked since the moment we met, and I know there was definitely an interest from both sides, but we were both straight out of high school, and we actually had the talk and realized we still had to figure out what we wanted to do with our lives, and neither of us was sure if we wanted to do something long distance. Seven years later, we're still in touch. We are such good friends, and neither of us has really had a serious relationship in our lives. We don't talk every day, but we keep in touch a lot. We have significant conversations and clearly care about each other. So my question is, how do you know if it's worth the wait? Should I say something? If not, am I closing myself to meeting others by keeping him in my life? I think it's tough because if you haven't explored this relationship with this person yet, like you're always going to wonder what if he's somebody in her life that's kind of on that back burner. You're hoping I don't want to try another relationship if I still have a potential. So you're still holding on to someone in your past where it's keeping you from meeting new people in your life. Whether they dated or not doesn't mean anything. She still kind of thinks about him. Right. She asked if she should say something. I think that you should definitely say something. This person is on your mind. You guys both get along. You've known each other for so long. You know, if you're not going to explore something down the road or if you're not going to explore. If you're on hold. If yeah. you're being on hold because of this person, it's you like, should why? have a combo. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you like? What are you waiting for? It's just my opinion is shoot your shot. <laughs> See is where it a he pride is. thing? Are you maybe is she trying to wait for him to say something? Maybe. But again, I just say like, I'm all about like not wasting time. Life is too fucking short. True. If it's on your mind, then you need to be the one to say something because right. it's just going to be bothering you and then you're just going to be holding on for this person waiting it's like that quote from um lizzie mcguire in that movie cinderella story when she goes waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought useless disappointing not saying that he's disappointing and useless but i just think that like if you're is that hillary duff is that who that is? Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said Lizzie McGuire. That's, yeah, that's the show she was a character in. Lizzie McGuire is the show. Her name's L Hillary Duff. Lizzie McGuire was the character in and a show. But yeah, the actress is Hillary Duff. <laughs> but I called her Sweet. Lizzie McGuire. And no, it's Hillary Duff. Yeah. But yeah, I just say that you should absolutely communicate your, your yeah, feelings. Yeah, you gotta live your life. Yeah. Why are you waiting? Don't wait. Yeah, and especially if you guys get along so well, you've known each other for that long. It's like, if you're gonna make it happen, fucking make it happen. So that's all we have for today, guys. Oh, wait. Are we doing oh, uh, baby. Would You Rather? Always trying to brush by it. <sighs> Fine. Okay. Give it to me. Ooh. The next section. Would You Rather? God, you don't have to say it like a creep. Okay, Alex. Are you ready? Ready. So somebody sent this to me. 
I want to give out shout outs. Whoever sends me would you rathers, let me know when you message me. I'm, I hate saying DM. When you send me a direct message, if you want me to give you the shout out or not. Why do you hate saying DM? I just hate DM. that word. It's like, oh, I'm sending you a DM. Or like, that's, that's so, what it that's is, so though. lit. I hate those words. I hate DM that. is like just a shorter way of direct message. When you send me a John personal message. that a DM, he's like, it's a text message. I was like, no, when it's on Instagram, <laughs> he's like, just call it a text message. I'm like, anyways. Back to what I was saying. You send me a would you rather if you want me to give you a shout out, just send that to me in a message. Okay, but send them to me because no, I need better. No one, ones. no, no this is my really. section. Get your own. You want everything. Yeah. Take I want you want your it cake all. and you want to eat it too. I do want cake. We have apple pie downstairs. It's so good. All right. Give okay. me your question. All right. The question is Would you rather know how to speak every language in the world? Or there be only one universal language. I would know. I would want to know how to speak every language in the world because having a different language makes each like culture unique. unique yeah, yeah. And I just think that it would be like super amazing to know to travel and just have that as a tool and be able to communicate with anyone or like watch any TV. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. I mean, technically, you could watch any TV if it was universal. Right, but, but I, I that actually, wouldn't be as fun. Yeah, I agree with you. But that's coming from people who are unilingual. What is, what is the word? I'm Bi- no, bilingual? No, we're not Multilingual? We're, what are we? We could speak one language. Lingual? <laughs> <laughs> but see, this question, I want to ask this question to somebody who is like multilingual and see what they say. If they'd be like... Oh, I should ask uh, my friend Catherine. She knows like four languages. Yeah. It's that somebody to ask like if she would be like, you know what? All these are a pain in the ass. I'd rather just have one language and be done with it. Or she's still like, no, it's awesome. But you bring up a good point about culture. Yeah. Like it makes every culture different and unique. And I think it's just cool to see. Right. Okay, John, are you ready for my question now? Bring it. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great grandchildren? Well, we know this bloodline is going to die with me, Al. So (laughs) I have to go into the past. (laughs) (laughs) John, no, it's not confirmed that we're not having children yet. It was up to my parents. We would already have had kids. I know. My, my parents- mom at dinner last night saying, oh, I would retire if you had kids. It was the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. <laughs> that lady is a powerhouse. She she like runs a crew Your of like parents 50 people. want us to have kids so bad. We, drive, we drove by a hospital and a school and John's dad goes, that's where your kids will go to school. That's where Alex will go into labor. So <laughs> awkward. Like- so awkward. I'm like, uh-huh. He's bored. So just say we did have kids. Which would you rather? Go into uh, well, the future or go into the past? Go into the future because they're like a stem of me. Oh, like you get to just meet them and be, be like, like, is my great, great, great grandkid an asshole? Is he like me? Is he an asshole like me? Is he 5'10 like me? 5'9. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would rather go in the past. I would like to see my ancestors and like what their lives were like. And be like, hi. You're saying you wouldn't want to meet your future. Like it's a stem. It's a seed from you. Like those come from you. Um, no. Cause like, I feel like, you know, if I'm good enough and I go to heaven, unlike Lil Nas, (laughs) I, I can see what happens from above. I'm kind of like more afraid of the future. (laughs) Even though I know that like we live in better times than the past was, I think it would still be cool to go back. Like I love watching older shows like the Nick watching the Nick is so cool. I'd be like, where did you guys start? Like, I I don't know. I think it would be really interesting. Those were good ones. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Guys, if you have not rated our podcast, 
please five star it. Give us a rating and review. We would greatly appreciate it. You could reach us at. You could email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. You could find us at give it to me straight podcast on Instagram and you could go to our website at give it to me straight podcast.com. Send us your emails with your questions and we will see you guys next week. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.